Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You ready to feel happier and less stressed right now? Well, I'll tell you how to do it right here on Polly Campbell Simply Said. Hello, 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 and welcome to Polly Campbell Simply Said. This is the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And I think that takes some deliberate action on our part, right? I mean, the world isn't just going to fall in line. In fact, often we ratchet up our own stress by how we think about the circumstances in our lives. I was doing that this weekend. I had a long to-do list and, and you know, I usually try to keep it to three essentials, but the weekend I was listing out holiday plans and, and gifts I want to get and uh, meetings and visits with friends and, and chores and all these things. And by the time I made my big list, I was feeling pretty stressed out and I realized that I'm in charge of that. And I don't want to go through the rest of the year, the last month of the year, feeling stressed out. I want to go through feeling happy and healthy and rested and excited for 2024. Regardless of how you celebrate the holiday season, if you celebrate or not, we need to choose deliberate thoughts and practices to help uplevel our lives so that we feel happy even when things are tough or stressful or lonely or even when we feel grief-stricken, right? I know this time of year is hard for a lot of people. Winter, first of all, is not the easiest on our moods, particularly in the north in Oregon where we're having a lot of rain and clouds. It can be hard to stay positive. It's easy to feel a little depressed. If you're dealing with loss during the season, it may be your first Christmas alone, you're dealing with job changes or financial concerns. This time of year, with all the Hallmark specials and beautiful decorations and commercials featuring fancy cars that, let's be honest, most of us can't afford, it can get stressful. It can add to the angst we're already feeling. I don't think we have to go that route, though. We can be in charge of our feelings and the thoughts we're experiencing, and that doesn't mean suppress the bad ones. It just means be aware and be deliberate in how we choose to spend these days. Because even if you're in the best of circumstances, this time of year comes with added stress and added feelings. Um, lately, I've been thinking a lot about uh, a couple friends of mine who... I lost even a few years ago, but they were important women in my life. And I'm 
I'm uh, thinking of them. I'm thinking of the people who are no longer part of this tradition. I'm thinking of the changes in my own life with my own aging. Uh, ups and downs about financial issues and job stresses and benefits and good things too, right? The point is, I think we need to hold all of it together. It's so easy to go off the deep end of looking at the things that aren't working, the sadness we're feeling, those big emotions, or go the other route and pretend like everything's fine, when really life is never that. Not everything is perfect all of the time, nor is everything bad all the time. In fact, often we can hold both of those. We're living with both of those. I can think just today of a disappointment that I had, but also some great things that have happened to me today too. So life is really a product of what we notice. And during this time, it's easy to get in a funk. And we look on Facebook and think everyone else is having this great life. And they got loads of money on the bag, in the bag and great romantic relationships. And here we are day to day. That's not true, right? We all have all of it. So what is it that you're going to decide to notice today and tomorrow through the month of December and all the months ahead? Because what we notice, what we give our attention to, influences how we feel about our life and really the life we're going to live, right? So let's not suppress the challenging parts, but let's recognize them as part of our life experience of, of part of our humanity. And instead of feeling them as a bad thing, we can acknowledge that grief is part of love and that loss is part of life and that joy can be celebrated and appreciated. I think sometimes we don't celebrate our joy in a full way because we wait for the next shoe to drop. We wait for the bad things to come down. I want to go all in on all this stuff. I'm going to talk to you today about a few of the things that uh, psychologists recommend and a few of the things that I try to do in my life, especially when I feel myself falling into a funk, so I can acknowledge that but not get stuck there. You know, I think around this time of year, for me, stress can crop up when I'm playing to the expectations of others. I, you know, I eat too much, I spend too much, I say yes to too many things, and that doesn't feel good. So a few years ago, my family scaled back on its traditions, how we get the tree, how we celebrate, and chose the things that are most meaningful to us. We no longer go cut down our own Christmas tree, because as it turned out, this great family fun time that I thought we all needed to have, Nobody wanted to do it, <laughs> not one of us. When we finally sat down and talked about our traditions and what we wanted from the moment, what we wanted was to spend time together. We wanted to go out to get the tree together at a lot or we go to this farm where they have pre-cut trees. And then we wanted to spend the time drinking hot chocolate and decorating the tree. So that's where we put our attention now. But it's okay to think about those traditions, the way you've always celebrated, to see if that's still working for you. If there have been changes in your family or friendships and there's been loss, you'll want to do some things differently, I think, because it helps us to start new traditions when there have been major changes in our life. That doesn't mean let everything go, but it does mean don't assume that because you've always done a tradition that it's one that needs to continue. Sometimes that doesn't suit, suit us, right? Traditions need to grow and change with our family. Um, we're changing traditions again in the next year because our daughter's going to be away at college. So when she comes home for uh, a couple of weeks of her vacation, 
that will look different for our family. So we're already talking about those things. And I think that's key, really sitting down and talking through the way you want to spend the next few weeks of your life and not just during the holidays, but how do you want your weeks to go and the days? What's important to people to do during the year to come? And make a list and start thinking about those things. All right. One of the the things that I really practice very deliberately during this time of year, because I can get in a little funk in the winter, is I work on my mindful meditation. And don't let that scare you. You know, there are lots of ways, I think, to get the benefits of meditation. I'm not talking about sitting cross-legged for hours in a cold room like the monks do. I'm talking about finding a space where I can feel less stressed and be present to my body and focus on this moment because when I can focus and become present, not only physiologically do we relax, our breathing changes, our heart rate slows, our stress is relieved to some extent, but we are able then to think clearer and manage the moments that become more intense down the road. So Try it now, practice it now, and see if it's something you can incorporate during your year. I meditate in the mornings generally, not every day, but I really have worked on becoming more mindful all day long. So what does that look like? First, root yourself in your body. Feel how it feels to lean your hands on the desk or sit up straight. Notice the sounds around you. Be very present and very focused on your senses. Notice your breathing. If your thoughts wander, let them wander, but then come back to your breath. Come back to how your body feels in this moment. And really, that's all I suggest. When we can take a minute or five minutes or 45 minutes, whatever it is for you, to become present and just continue to bring our thoughts back to our physical body, our breathing, our skin, the senses that we experience in our life, it eases our stress and it becomes a go-to habit for me. So when I'm feeling freaked out, the other day I was in the grocery store and I was just triggered. There were, was a situation in line in front of me that was frustrating and stressing me out. And I felt myself just becoming mindful there. Okay, just stop here. Take a deep breath. Notice what it feels like to be standing on the cement. Notice how my neck feels, my breathing, and really become present to my experience. Then my thoughts couldn't wander to what was happening up ahead of me or the future or getting irritated, right? Because when we become when we become present to what is, there really aren't any problems. The problems, the stresses arrive when we project to the future or we dwell on what has happened. So mindfulness is really my go-to habit all year round, but especially this time of year, I'm more deliberate about it because I don't want to get down the road of being uptight about traffic jams and more anxious about money and all these things. And I have a tendency to go there. So I become really rooted in my body. Now, once I'm there, I can evaluate the situation after I've calmed myself down, after I've been mindful for a moment. And I can really look at the frustration I was feeling before. Does it matter? I mean, does it matter? Even if this moment is stressful, is it going to matter five minutes from now? Five hours from now, five weeks from now, five months from now, five years from now. Now listen, if if whatever is occurring in this moment is going to matter five years from now, you probably want to give some attention to that. But what I find is most of the things that happen in the space that can upset us and cause more stress 
are five minute deals, right? Or at the most five hour deals. Usually they're irrelevant within an hour, within a few minutes. So if they're going to be irrelevant five minutes from now or 15 minutes from now or five hours from now, I'm going to let them go right now. So when I'm in this mindful state and really noticing how I'm feeling in my body, I can have some mental clarity about the thing that is stressing me out or upsetting me or keeping me worried. And I can go to that and think, okay, well, this person ticked me off or I'm frustrated I couldn't get this gift or I'm worried about money right now. Is that going to be a problem five years from now? In most cases, it's not because there's a way to manage it. There's a way to feel about it. There are people out there that can help us. We can reach out and ask for help. There are solutions. And most of the things that really trigger us are quick ins and outs, right? Five minute deals. So let it go now. And one way to do that is you can reframe that for yourself, right? If you're standing in line at a grocery store and somebody's freaking you out, can you recognize that's a five minute problem and move on from there? Or instead, can you use that to do some movement? I'm the geek in the grocery store, but do some movement, stretch your hands or stretch your shoulders, or even better, can you reframe it to be grateful? I was in the dentist office the other day. Um, I, I broke a, a, an edge of my crown. Now, I didn't want to be there, but I was there. So while sitting in the chair, I decided to be grateful. Grateful for the health insurance I have. Grateful that the doctor could get me in. Grateful that it wasn't a major deal. I decided to be grateful for the time to myself, truly. I was sitting in a chair and I had nothing to do. There were people doing it for me. I can tweak a situation to feel gratitude in any, in any arena. And that has helped me so much because if I'm going to go down the rabbit hole of emotion, I want it to be the good kind, right? It's really easy to ruminate over the grief we're experiencing, the losses we're feeling, how things will be never be the same, how we're spending too much money or the job isn't what we want right now, or we're worried about the kids. Those can be real things, but we can also find ways in the moment to reframe those moments to be grateful. And what does that do? That doesn't alleviate the sadness or the bad feelings, but it helps us manage it in a way that allows us to move forward with it, right? I'm not talking about suppressing the bad feelings. I'm not talking about suppressing the loss or the concerns. I'm talking about moving into an awareness that is proactive and human rather than getting stuck in rumination. And that is the kind of thought, obsessive thought happening and pattern that can make us ill with stress. It's not productive thinking. So Let's take these moments of real life that we're living in and reframe them in a way that helps them to be productive and helpful, helps us feel and recognize our own humanity, and then leaves us in a place where we have greater clarity or can take actions we need to get the help we need or to work through them. I think that's part of this, right? I think that's part of happiness. It's not just waking up and waiting for things to happen to us. It's acknowledging that we are part of all of this, that we are the common denominator and we can choose how to go through the world and how we're gonna manage the distress 
and the fantastic moments of our life. I've got a couple of more ideas to help us glide through this December. We'll get into it when we come back right here on Polly Campbell's Simply Said, part of the best business network of Electrocast. And we are back. We're talking about how to be happier today, not only during the holiday season, but all year round, because I don't want it just to be one glistening happy holiday season and then fall into a funk in January. But listen, the funk is part of the reality too, right? We're going to have ups and downs and big things are going to happen in our lives. So right before we went to break, we were talking about how to reframe some of the more difficult moments to also experience gratitude within them. But the reality is many of the things that cause us to fall, to snowball into despair, you know, they're little things. My my daughter is very good at this. She will get uptight about some little argument with me or something that didn't go her way at school. And then she'll snowball into all the big things and all the worst moments of her entire life and how, you know, all of this has just been problematic since she was born. I don't want to do that. That's counterproductive because those things have already happened to us or they're not going to happen at all. 95% of what we worry about, research has shown, never actually occur. So let's step back from the past. Let's stop projecting in the future and really become present today in our body today. And when things aren't going our way, we can reframe that moment to experience more gratitude. Even in the face of loss, we're upset. We can look at that and, and see what we can learn about ourselves first, right? Because we are the keeper of our experience. We get to decide how to feel and what to do. But when we are feeling low, it's safe to assume that somebody else is suffering as well. So be kind. If something is catching your attention in the grocery store line or in the shopping mall line and it's bugging you because of how another person is acting or acting up or their insensitivity, remember that in some way they are probably stressed too or suffering too or feeling uptight too. So be kind. Give others the benefit of the doubt this time of year and really all time. Chances are it's not personal. Most people aren't thinking about us anyhow. If we're triggered to whatever their behavior is, that is an opportunity for us to act with kindness or to move away or become present in our own body, but not to respond with bad behavior because what happens then? Then we have to make up for that too. Then we feel icky about ourselves. Kindness isn't something that's deserved or not deserved. It's a choice we make. So the people around us, they may be acting badly or sadly, but you can still decide to reach out with kindness and that will help you feel better in that moment or pay it forward. You know, those little random acts really go a long ways to making me feel good. We dropped by dinner at a neighbor's house the other day and I just felt good all day that I could do that. Now, I know it benefited her, but that kind of kindness also benefits us, right? It's good for everybody. So look for ways if you're feeling stressed or or emotionally low this winter, look for ways to reach out to another person with kindness and you'll feel better too. In Eastern traditions, there's a saying that says, if you're feeling bad about yourself, 
or you're feeling like you don't matter, go sweep somebody's porch, go sweep your neighbor's porch. The point is when you're feeling bad, go do something good for someone else and you'll feel better too. A psychologist I recently read from John Hopkins University suggested this time of year to really step into your imperfection and learn to be okay with it. And I thought that was a good note for me too. I mean, I want everything nice, right? I want just the right present or just the right setup for dinner. And I want the food to taste good and blah, blah, blah. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen here or probably anywhere. First of all, I'm just kind of crazy around here, right? There's a limit to what I can do physically and emotionally before I'm totally taxed out in public or whatever it is, that introverted side of me. But also we're humans and it's going to be imperfect. The the gift, the, the jacket isn't always going to fit or the food isn't always going to be perfect. I remember I made this great dinner one time for my family and it was a special dinner for my daughter because she loved it. It was her favorite. And on the way to the table with this platter of food, she tripped and dropped the whole thing. And it was like in a cartoon. It flew everywhere onto the couch in the other room. And and that was a moment that I had a chance to really freak out and be angry or be upset or let it go. And the whole family was looking at me because I can go either way, depending on my day, no question about it. So my husband and my daughter were watching me and I just laughed. I smiled. We had peanut butter sandwiches that night for dinner because it was already really late and we had nothing in, in the fridge left over. And it now has become a great family story. Do I wish it hadn't happened? Well, it was a mess to clean up and we lost a ton of gray food but it happened so I'm not going to sit around worrying about I'm not going to wish something hadn't happened because that moves us out from being present that moves us away from mindfulness and really makes it harder to cope with the moment so embrace the imperfection find the story around it and celebrate that with each other today and every day and when you give in to your imperfection and reach out with humor and uh, self-deprecating understanding and humanity and compassion for yourself and others other people are free to be who they are too and that's a gift to all of us finally before i let you go today remember to go forward with grace what is that how do you define that i I honestly don't know. I define it differently depending what's going on in my life. But basically, it's just this overwhelming sense that we are having a human experience and that the good stuff and the bad stuff are part of it. And it's not going to feel great and it's not going to look pretty all of the time, but it can still be pretty good because who we are matters in this moment and what we have to share it we're doing the best we can and that's okay sometimes my best is 25 percent. sometimes it's 200 percent, right but give yourself grace and extend that to other people so we can be real and authentic and kind to one another and when we do that when we find a place for grace when we give gratitude for the moments of our lives when we are deliberate in what we choose to embrace and what we choose to worry about remember the five if it matters in five years if it's that big of a deal go deal with that but most of this stuff is five minutes or five hours let it roll let it go we do not have to give our energy to those things that make us feel worse 
right? We don't have to feel bad even when bad things are going on. We can live with this mindful presence and notice them and experience them without being shut down by them. And I'll be writing more about this in our Simply Said Substack community. So join us there. If you want pick-me-ups, you want to share your experience, the things you do to navigate the winter by feeling a little healthier and a little happier, and we'll come together in that community there. You can reach out at polycampbell.substack.com, and that's a Simply Said Substack. All right. We all know life isn't easy, right? There are ups and downs, and that is part of the great gift of our human experience. We get to have all that. So use these habits and make some deliberate choices to feel grateful, to find gratitude in even the darkest moments, to become present and mindful of your body and your breath so you can calm yourself down, and to go forward with grace and kindness for yourself and others. When we do that, when we take deliberate action to help ourselves feel happier and better in the moment, when we actively work to create the life we have instead of complaining about the life we live, then we can all live well, do good, and be happy. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electric Cast production. Electric Cast.